Darcy. And I'm Dion. Welcome to the In Life Podcast. Where we try to figure out life together. Are you well? It is so windy, isn't it? Isn't it kind of cold? Like, it feels like fall. Uh Uh-huh. Like, the sun is out, but it's kind of cold. Yeah. Wow, I haven't seen you without your glasses in ever. Oh my gosh, so much real estate that I'm not seeing. You, I feel like I can find my eyes look smaller. No, <laughs> I'm saying I can't see parts of your face when your glasses are on, and now I can see it all. Yeah, you honestly you look different. I feel like it accentuates my receding hairline. No, you're just thinking that. No, no, your nose looks different. <laughs> You know, I feel like um, if it looked better, you would say, oh, your nose looks better. But Why? That's say, assuming that it looks bad. Oh, I'm wearing my shirt inside out and backwards. <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> well, oh my I God, it's like glass. really up on my... Let me see. Can you see the label? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's so awkward. It's okay. I had just changed because I'm working out now, so... You I know, that could be like a new... Couldn't you Look. see that being like a Kanye West line of clothing? Where like the a small tag... light to- like thing here. Yeah, like it's yeah. purposeful. Like the tag is on the front. I could see that. Ill- illegible to the human eye. Correct. But just something is there. No, or okay. even like just literally that little tag that you Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah. Is your shirt not... um? Because you know how like the, the front is lower it is you want to see maybe oh, so you don't battle. feel uncomfortable oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you not feel it's uncomfortable not that. it's like not crazy yeah it was like a little high but i was like this is a higher shirt <laughs> i'm like okay whatever wow. i'm just gonna keep it like this that's funny i don't have a mirror in this room well how what is the longest period of time you haven't looked at yourself in the mirror or even seeing your face, like uh, not with Zoom calls and stuff. It's kind of annoying. Actually, oh, I'll, I'll answer your question. But actually, um, there's like some studies done that say you should hide um, like the view of yourself on Zoom because it, it uh, leads to like increased anxiety and all this other stuff. Because if you think about it, when you're like in the office or when you're just talking to someone, you're not looking at yourself. But with Zoom, by default, you're looking at yourself while talking to someone else. And it's like you're constantly subconsciously analyzing your every movement, which gets tiring. Yeah, I hear that. I have done that. Well, I can you do that on Zoom? Like hide yourself? Yeah, you can. You can. Go to... Hide go to self like you. Is this new? Uh, I don't know if it's new, but... I oh, I'm it. doing it now. It's Me just full screen big dog. I love that. Yeah, yeah. This feels like way more natural. Oh, my face came back. But because <laughs> I will say on Google Meet, I do that like all the time. Yeah. But you know what is very strange is that in a normal meeting in real life, you will not have unadulterated time to stare at another person's school, like face. Right. But in, yeah, like in these, it's like a lot easier to be like, so who else is in this meeting? Let me just stare at them for a little bit. Like, what's right. in their background? That, I think, is very weird. Like, like oh, look at the booger they have in their nose. Let me yeah, just yeah, stare yeah. at it for... Whereas yeah. if we're in a meeting, we're like, 
maybe one half a person is looking at me in any given moment. Like nobody's mm-hmm. looking at me unless I'm saying something. But in these, you're like looking at every single person. How are they reacting? Right. We do this like vigorous nodding thing. Here's another thing I learned. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like this. So like they're like, yeah. See me? yeah. Do you all do that? Well, by this you mean everyone's just doing thumbs up, thumbs up. Right. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. For the audio listeners, right. everyone's doing thumbs up because it's like you'll be like, so is this making sense? I don't want to unmute and be like, yes. I'll just like throw up the thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, vigorous, or like nod, nod, nod. It's so interesting. Right. So people will um people will type like plus one. Yeah, people will type plus one. You don't like that. What do you do when you, if I'm like, hey, like I'm in a group of 10 people in my meeting and I'm like, does this make sense to y'all? Well, you know me, like I'll either not do a single thing or I will unmute and actually be like, yeah. Oh, you're not going to throw a TU? No. No TU from DW. Not about that life. Yeah, I'm really about it. I love it. It's so fun. Does anyone double thumbs up? I haven't seen it, but I could see it as an escalation, you know? Like, it's <laughs> like, a, I really super oh. agree with that. <laughs> also, because no one can just be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of weird if you're just, like, leaving yourself unmuted. The screen is going from the person to you, the person to you, and you're just oh, saying, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate that shit. That's so annoying. Yeah. But um, to answer your question. Yeah. It's uh, it's hard to not look in the mirror only because like when I wake up and I brush my teeth, the mirror's yeah. right there, you know? Yeah. I just feel like I see myself way more now because of like meetings. I just need to hide self-view, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. But you know, now I don't have a mirror in my bedroom. And so I just put on this shirt backwards and inside out. And I was like, let me hop on this call. Oh, right. You'd work today. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not wearing it like like I was <laughs> I had just changed right now nobody's hilarious I was not wearing it like this for work I had just changed to wear oh, workout I see, clothes I see, I see, yeah I see. yeah yeah so we're fine but I'll continue to wear it inside out and backwards mm-hmm. for the purpose of this call yeah anyways how are you doing my dude should we Hold talk on. about I am woman <laughs> Oh yeah, let's let's definitely do that. That would be yeah. Great. Can you explain <laughs> it though? Because I actually don't super know what it is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for those of you, for those of you listening, um, podcasts are obviously a trend, such as this one that you're listening to right now. But uh, on top of that, um, like a lot of celebrities are creating pro- podcasts of their own. And one niche in particular is like athletes or ex-athletes, like retired athletes are creating like their media companies left and right. Like every major popular current athlete or retired athlete more or less has a media group of some sort, largely because um, it's easy to set up, right? They're not like building, a, they're not crafting jam and selling it. They're just like literally talking or taking out a camera recording things. It also allows them to uh, craft and refine their own narrative or their legacy, things like that. 
In any event, there is a, I guess, media group, media company called I Am Athlete, which I believe was started by some ex-NFL players. Um, NFL is American football. <laughs> uh, and um, I actually don't know if it was started by them. It's just how I found them. Specifically, it's, I think, four or five ex-NFL players, the most popular of which I believe is um, Chad Johnson, a.k.a. Ocho Cinco, a.k.a. AKA Child Please. Um, he's like a Hall of Fame wide receiver. <laughs> Roshni's looking him up right now. Chad Ocho Cinco, because he wore... A- he's the main one? Well, he's not the main one. Oh, that is, that's Ocho, yeah. But he uh, he's the most popular, like he's the most well-known really yeah okay wow when i was watching that one i was like that guy is like the smallest one it felt everybody else meaning like he just didn't contribute that much wasn't dominating the conversation right i gotta look up who the rest of those were in that particular episode he wasn't and we'll we'll get into the episode later guys um but in that particular episode he wasn't the main one because he as it became apparent he was like Nearly. the least mature in his relationships right yeah but um right. he's the most popular one that being said he's not he's not the main host i would say brandon marshall is yeah b marsh brandon marshall do i love his new hair though oh you like it oh i love it oh. this yeah oh yeah dude. yeah okay for the listeners look up brandon marshall yeah 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 he has a really great look i also yeah. really like his hair what is he uh what does he play on now? Wide receiver. Oh, he doesn't, he's retired. Oh, they're he all was, retired. He was a bear, a Chicago bear, and a, and a New York Jet. Oh. I think that was it. Seahawks? Was he? Is <gasps> not this Seahawks? When did he play on the Seahawks? Brandon Marshall. This looks like Seahawks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. Anyways, so yeah, and then two other people, one of which is like this borderline hall of famer running back from a long time ago that I had no idea in any event, they have this podcast called I am athlete um, where they just bring in other athletes and they talk about what athletes talk about. They talk about athlete stories, hardships, they debate. Channing Crowder. Channing Crowder is one of them. I had no idea who that was. Um, I I think he was on my fantasy lineup one year. That's why. No, that was Jamison Crowder. He's a wide receiver. Channing Crowder is a linebacker or something. He, I don't think he was that good. How do you know? I like how I know your. I, know. I was like, how do you know my lineup? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe this was him. Okay, yeah. Anyways, anyway. can I tell you what we watched? Okay, so let yeah. me tell the listeners what we watched or listened to. I guess it's called "I Am Woman." Basically, all these like five, four, four couples, uh, the aforementioned players and their partners. We're speaking about what it's like to be in or have a relationship when one of them is a NFL player, basically. And I honestly, there were so many things I didn't know. Like, I actually, I don't think I even analyzed it to the degree at all that was useful. I think I just was like, oh, their ego is probably big and they make a lot of money. I did not put any other thought, but I think it's like very, very, very challenging to be a partner of like any pro athlete, any like person who is super dedicated to their line of work and conflates a lot of their value with their work. But especially I think with like when they were talking about playing pro and 
it felt like the argument. Okay, let me lay the land of what I understood. Basically, the men are saying in the early years of our marriage, we neglected our women a lot. And the women are saying, yes, and you should have paid more attention to us. And instead, you just spent a ton of your resources and time on your game. And I think the men were like, but would I have been the greatest of all time if I didn't? And some of the women were like, yes, you could have because your home life would have been better. Like you wouldn't have just come home and had to like fight with me. Um, but I think these women like gave up a lot. Like they just moved to some random city, live with the, these men. And okay, this is my, this is what I thought was really interesting. The men would be like, why are they not content? I'm providing, I'm just giving them the money. Like, what is their issue? Like, why are they mad at me? And then the women were like, I don't, like, I need you. I don't need the money. And they were like going into how in their lives, they saw that a man is to provide and to provide needs to give money or like make us be financially stable. What? Well, yeah. Yeah. The other, uh, the other thing I'll just say before we launch into our analysis is um, the legacy thing that they brought up, I think briefly, but I feel like a super valid point. Like so, maybe it was Crowder was saying, like, can you, can you understand that in these years, I'm going to develop this capital so that my son and my grandson can be set for life, like for life. And can you sacrifice now for us to do that? And she was like, no, which I think like, I mean, I think there's validity to both sides. Like I, um, mm -hmm. I don't know what I would have said it's like hard to sideline your own needs for like generational wealth. Yeah. Um, anyways, what were your th takeaways and thoughts? Yeah, I think you did a good job recapping the conversation, but I would say there's a few nuances. One, um, I would say like the athletes, the men weren't just saying, uh, I, I needed to spend all my time watching game film, taking care of my body, working out, whatever it is. I wasn't just spending all that time to be great because the truth is 99% of the NFL, 99.5%, they're not great. As in like, they won't be hall of famers. They won't be all-time legends. The vast majority of them are just grinding it out to have a job, right? Like the average tenure of an NFL player, I think is less than three years. For a running back, it's I think it's like less than I think it's like one and a half years. What yeah. as compared to like wait, what's average in NBA? You think? I don't know. Five. Is or it six. longer? Yeah, longer, right? Yeah. yeah. Considerably longer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, the av because there are so many. Uh, the roster, even though the rosters are much bigger in the NFL, they are just the pipeline is so big, and it's such a physically taxing sport that um there's a lot of turnover at any given time and so organizations favor the younger the less taxed athlete the more potential and then on top of that nfl contracts are not all guaranteed so you can sign like a five-year 60 million dollar contract which sounds great but if you get into the terms it might only be like five million guaranteed no. Yeah. So if you get injured after year one, you get your 5 million and they can cut you with like oh literally no ramifications. Now, I think more and more contracts are starting to change to be guaranteed because of the fact that the NFL is such an injury prone, physically taxing sport. 
Um, but I think a big what they I what I think they didn't vocalize as well was that they're not just they're they're doing all this because they have to. They're spending all their time watching game film, going in to get treatment, to work out, waking up at 6 a.m., coming home like at 9 p.m. They're doing all that. One, obviously, because they love it. <laughs> they love playing football. But then two, because like that's all they have, right? Most of these people, they don't come from a good background. They don't have a good education. College was a joke, right? They just got free passes for all their classes. There's no backup after this. They're not going to transition to become a software engineer in most cases. It's like this, this is the, only, the main skills that they have. And in most cases, the only skills that they have. No one knows what the future holds. You can like tear your ACL in the very next game you play. The average tenure of their time with this job is very low and all the contracts are not guaranteed. So it's like, if I don't apply myself, they're just going to cut me for the next person. Mm. And then what? Then it's just me and you, but quote unquote, no money. So let's say I play for three years Maybe I cash out what like 20 million. How much do you think? No, no, it well, it first of all, it depends on like what position you play. Okay, okay, it's different, but no, I would say like the average. We can I can probably just Google this right now. The yeah. average like NFL player probably makes less than a million dollars. You're kidding, a year? Yeah. Oh, a year, way less. A year, really? I think. The, Wait, is it because like? how come nba is so inflated because there's less people in the roster uh less people in the roster yeah that's that's mainly it less people in the roster oh, the and denominator is just way greater for and it's all guaranteed yeah. wow yeah nfl players the median salary is eight hundred sixty thousand, which is can still a lot NBA? Of can you look higher. up nba oh yeah sure um Eight point three two million. Oh my god! And it's guaranteed. Guaranteed, right? So okay, okay. So let's say in two years I make one point five million. One yeah, one point five sure. million dollars. Sure. And I'm cut after that. Like, what does my like? There's the separate thing of my lifestyle inflation. Like, I bought a nice house. We have yeah. cars. Whatever. Like, I understand that. But yeah. then let's say I'm trying to just like maybe milk the fact that I'm, a, I'm an NBA NFL player. Oh. That's how I'm trying to make my income, which is like, I think pretty realistic, right? Like I will create a media company. I'll be a consultant. I'll yeah. do all these random things. How, what, how much do you think they can make from that? I just uh, feel like it's not that much. I think a very small percentage of players can utilize the fact that they were an NFL player. I think the vast, vast, vast majority, they go bankrupt. They end up working a minimum wage job. Are you serious? Yeah. Because one, okay, so granted, we're taking like, we're not talking about superstars, right? Yeah, it's the average. Average average. NFL player. Let's say you two years, 1.5 million, you get cut because you were like literally the 45th person on the roster. You not only have to pay taxes on that 1.5, but not all the 1.5 is yours. You have to pay for your agent. You have to pay money to, I don't know if you have like a PR person. I don't know, but a lot of that goes away. 
on top of that, just systemically and culturally, a lot of times NFL players, they come up from nothing. Like that's the trope, but that's also just like the, the general reality is they come up from a poor background and a lot of people had to sacrifice to get them to where they are. And all those people, when you make it, they come knocking at your door. And right? Like buy me a car, buy me a house. Yeah. Let me live with you. Let me mooch off you. So like very quickly, that 1.5 you made probably ends up being like 400,000 for yourself, which is still a lot of money, right? It's like totally. Yeah. It's like but to their lifestyle. Money. I mean, like for right. their lifestyle, it's not, I don't think. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so then, on, and then compound that with the fact that um, most of these people aren't financially savvy. They aren't educated in those realms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you get to the, okay, well, how do I make use of the, of my name, my name recognition? Mm-hmm. I mean, how many NFL players can you name? Yeah. Tom right. Um, only like a handful of people get jobs. Like let's say being an analyst and by an analyst, I mean like the people you see talking on TV at like ESPN or sports center, or they're like the host of some show. And only recently did people start making these media companies. Like podcasts only became a craze in the last six, seven years, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like all these people were watching. Rewind 10 years ago when they retired, it's like, what could I do? I don't know. Literally, though, what happens? They actually go like a large percentage go bankrupt. Yeah. A huge it's it's really bad and it sucks. And that's why they have like mandatory financial wellness classes and things like that. Yeah. Puts on and all, all the sports leagues do that. But even today, yeah, a, a vast majority of they, they can't support themselves. It sucks. So uh-huh. like okay, that's a miss. Yeah, yeah. That I feel like was not communicated right. very prevalently. Granted, I think all of these people that were on the panel and they they recognize this too is like they're the one percent like they had they were there for many years i think the the shortest tenured player played for only seven years that's right they're all listing like how many years did you play how many meetings did you miss yeah 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 and so like so they all paid a lot they got paid quite a bit some people like chad even though he says he's like bankrupt or whatever like he probably made a ton of money off of endorsements and things because he was famous like he was very marketable um but yeah, I think that was something that was just generally missed because they're not just grinding it out to be the best they could be. It's like, I'm grinding it out so I have a job tomorrow so that we can keep living in this house. Mm. Yeah. So where does, because I think this is actually a more compelling argument than what they were making, right? Like, because I think them saying that, like, would you have been the Chad or whatever, Ocho Cinco, without having to make all these sacrifices including your relationship. And I think that's a pretty weak argument. Like I understand it, but I, I feel like it's not enough, you know, like it's not enough to sacrifice your relationship and sacrifice being with your family. But I can hear the argument of this is like legit job security for us, for our lives. And ideally like our kids and their kids. But okay. What is your perspective then on the women like their, their relationships yeah. that they have, because it feels like you have a better understanding of like, what are all the aspects at play here? Cause I was like, how can they, I understand that you can say that the game is more important is, is very important, but it is not more important than your partner. Cause your partner is going to be there for a long time. And right. They yeah. made that point. I, so yeah. I, I totally agree with your assessment that mm. 
both sides are right. Mm. Like they're correct in their feelings. They're correct in their logic and their thinking. And it's like one of those things that just individually as a couple case by case basis, you need to find the sweet spot. So I agree with everything the woman said, which is like the fairly standard uh, grievances of a, at least in a male dominated sport, like the wife, like you hear this all the time in, in the NBA this is the case too. I think you can listen to a lot of NBA players talk about challenges they've had um, around, you know, having to move around a lot, right? If you're not, if you're an average player, you're getting get traded to a lot of places. So like having to uproot your whole family, your whole home, sometimes it's just you, right? I think some of them noted, I moved somewhere blindly because you went there. I had no friends, no family, no support system. Uh, you're not giving me any time, et cetera, et cetera. And I think they're, they're correct. And it's fair to say, like, I felt this way. Um, what I don't think, what I think was missing from the women's side, though, was this acknowledgement that, well, what did you think was going to happen? Mm. Like, to be clear, I think, once again, both parties were correct in how they felt. But at the same time, when you choose to go into a relationship with a famous athlete, you have to kind of, even if you don't truly know exactly what it'll be like, you must know yeah. what it'll kind of be like, right? It's like if I asked yeah. you today, like, would you um, want to date a politician? Yeah. You, there are going to be certain things that you will start to consider before you make that decision. And for them, it, it might be the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, so from that aspect, like, I, I don't really buy it. Like, I, I more side with the athlete because it's like you were signing up for something now. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, this argument obviously doesn't work if it's like you guys met in high school and you were together for forever. Right. And then you had these gripes. But in the vast majority of cases, like when you meet them, even if you're not like a world famous athlete, you know, they're a professional athlete in a prominent league, like in the NFL. So you should have some sort of expectation. I think on top of that, too, um, the question I would ask is like, at the end of the day, what would you rather have chosen? It's like I would ask the partner, the woman in this case, like no experiencing, having experienced all that you experienced, would you still rather be with them and live in a nice house and essentially not have to work? And yeah, it gets lonely and I'm not discounting that, but like, would you rather have that or would you rather have whatever your old life was? And I would venture to say the vast majority of them would rather still have gone through all that. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think that us normal folk <laughs> experience like some degrees of this with the work and not work thing like if one partner is working and one partner is not working the partner that's working gets a lot of validation externally gets a lot of structure that tells them that they're good or bad and gets to like talk to people outside of home with which the at-home partner doesn't get to do like I think that permeates probably a lot of relationships um but like is it fair? I mean, this is like a general question for anyone, not even a pro athlete. Is it fair to say to a partner, like, 
yeah, what are you going to expect marrying someone like me, whatever your profession is, if it's like very time consuming, is it okay to then be like, this is going to be a time that is about me, like these next five years, eight years, whatever long, however long my tenure is, slash, I don't know how long my tenure is like, this amount of time is going to be about me, which means I'm going to put our relationship second. Um, Is that fair? Like, and of course, it's a personal choice. And like, there's so many aspects to that. But I think that's like a very imagine like one of the couples I think was saying like they got married at 22 25 something like that which is like young like you don't know a lot of what this is going to entail yeah you know you're marrying an NFL player but even the NFL player doesn't know what it's going to be like in terms Mm -hmm. of the distractions that they're going to have in their lives and just imagine like day one they the NFL player says partner like this is what I'm going to prioritize football over you for the next five years what do you say? Like, right. you just kind of have to be like, okay, I think, or like, let's figure out a way that you can care about me. But what if they literally can't, right? They're explaining, right? right? I go to, the, I go practice at 6am. I come home at 6pm. I'm going to sleep by 8.30pm. I'm tired and I need to eat and I'm tired. Like, yeah. what? Like, I don't understand that. Like, I actually don't know how you, if I was their partner, I'd be like, I just can't do like, this is not, right. I cannot sacrifice myself for like five to eight to nine years in my prime of like my career trajectory to be right. like, yes, this is all you dude or whoever yeah. it is. Oh, I mean, I think the problem. So first of all, is it fair? I think that's the wrong question. Mm. Cause I don't know if it'll ever be fair, mm. but it's certainly the right thing to do. And I think the problem is actually that very rarely are people doing that. The right thing is like, this is what's going to happen. In exactly. The next few years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're 22, you don't have the emotional. Maturity. How will you know? Exactly. And I think that's why it was a problem is that the expectations weren't aligned and then compounded by the fact that as they stated, like communication was not something they knew how to do. So even a year and two years in, they didn't know how to vocalize or check in to say, you know, like, hey, how are you feeling about this? Essentially, what is an arrangement, right? Yeah. You couldn't even have that conversation, which led to a lot of the problems. I don't know. Do you think that, like, I think the other aspect here, which is challenging, is that, like, one person in the relationship is just, like, everybody thinks they're great and they think they're really great they're just getting a lot of praise Mm -hmm. and like their ego is huge. And, and so in some ways it's like, do they even need their partner to give them that kind of validation? I'm sure there's like, obviously thing intimacy that cannot be ideally if they're in a monogamous relationship is not being fulfilled by other people. Um, But like, what if you're the partner like, nobody's telling you you're great. It's like this NFL's wife whatever NFL player's wife like or even just use Steph Curry and Aisha Curry Steph Curry's wife wrote a cookbook or whatever she has done like it's her name she does not have her own identity it feels like it feels like she is this person's partner that's so challenging like I just don't know how people literally deal with like in a psychological mental state like deal with that without feeling less than your partner all the time right yeah it's always like no matter how much you try to talk about it beforehand going through the experience like you can never explain 
So like that part, I guess, would be the only part that I think is unfair, but is like something that happens in life. I don't know. What's funny though, is we're having this conversation and you are a, but in the past you have professed to saying yeah. you would love to date an NBA player. But so, I actually don't think at all, like I right. would in practice would never, it would never work. I think, yeah. which is, I mean, I think this is a little bit of a hot water to get into, but I, I think there, I think it's a valid life choice to be like, I want to be a partner to someone. And like, that is my identity and that is where I get my fulfillment and, you know, yeah, I, I, I think that it's not my preference, but I definitely think that that is someone's preference to like, I'll be this person's partner and right. like, I will take care of everything that they can't take care of because they're providing the money. Right. Um, and so if it is that personality, then I think it could work. No, like maybe it's not a requirement for you to get, it's probably a requirement to get validation externally somehow, but yeah. not necessarily like in the way that I seek it, which is like people telling me that, yeah, in my career, like I, right. I get a lot of it from my career. I think that's maybe why I would not be the best match for it. Right. That's the only thing holding me back though. So. Yeah. I mean, I think we should just, you know, call a spade a spade where and this is not being me being like a sexist or anything it's just that in today's world the vast majority of the highest paid athletes are male and they have female Mm -hmm. spouses Mm -hmm. but in this world i would say a good majority of the women who choose to be with these athletic these athlete professional athlete men Mm -hmm. they don't go into it considering all of these things Mm. a good portion i think go into it actually thinking oh he's famous oh he has a lot of money oh this will afford me like a good lifestyle yeah i maybe i'm not thinking that like oh i want to be um subservient or i don't want to be the one that taking care of him all the time and doing Mm -hmm. laundry and cooking all the food and all that stuff but they go into it thinking about too, maybe too much about the benefits of being with someone like that. Yeah. I can. Yeah. Like you the know? clout, the clout. Exactly. Like he's very handsome and has a lot of money and right. is recognizable. Like and that's so a huge. Yeah. Yeah. And so where I find it like not fair or where I find it to be like not a great conversation is when you're, when you just start complaining about that stuff, while wearing like a <laughs> Chanel bag and a thousand dollar fur coat, minx scarf, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, well, you must have known at yeah. least a semblance of what it would be like. And if you're going to make these complaints that, as you said, so many normal people go through in their relationships, like a person who's working and a stay at home person. You can't do so and have people be sympathetic to you if you're also going to like wear reap the benefits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I hear you. What do you think? Do you think that their relationships have like layers to them? Because, okay, the reason why I say this is because 
I think some of them probably are arrangements. Like, for example, a celebrity and an NBA player. Probably a lot of them are an arrangements for publicity's sake. Right. But I think the the psychology of being famous is probably like very crippling because then you end up having a very challenging time trusting people. But right. then you marry someone and you still might doubt like, are they in it for the money? And are, they could literally just be in it for the money. Right. And how does that like facilitate safety and comfort? And like, I just, I don't know, like vulnerability and trying to support each other to each other's goals and not actually someone else being like, I want you to just make the most money possible so that I can buy X, Y, and Z. It's almost like if I was a celebrity and I was ultra famous, I would probably only be able to date other ultra famous celebrities. Correct. Because there's like, as you mentioned, the psychology this shared experience that literally 0.0001% of the population can understand, you know, it's like, I'm only able to talk to you and confide in you my deepest, deepest, darkest fears. If you understand them, and you might not understand them if you were never ultra famous. So do you think that you can empathize with something Okay, maybe empathize is exactly the wrong word. Like sympathize with something or support someone when you've never experienced something like this. This is going to take a dark turn, but I have talked to people about this in terms of depression. I think you and I have talked about this before too. Like how do you support someone and care for someone when they're going through something that you may never have experienced before? And like, can it create an open channel of confidence, right? Like, will I, if I'm ultra famous and someone is not, what if I'm like, they didn't have caviar today. And that's like a real grievance for me. But for someone who's not ultra famous, they're like, are you kidding? Like, this is not real. And like puts a wedge, but I think that can like extrapolate to maybe some other things of like, I've never experienced what it's like to be a man. You've never experienced like what it's like to be a woman. And if I confide in you, you're like, is that really a problem? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just Mm -hmm. a limit to our empathy. Is that true though? Like, because nobody's exactly the same. That means that I'm only, only going to talk to brown women and be like, let's experiencing this thing together and confide in you about this. What are your thoughts? I don't know. But isn't that why? So, your example, for example, like if we were married, I have no idea what it's like to be a woman. Like, if we even just take gender, right? I have yeah. no idea what it's like to be a woman. You have no idea what it's like to be a man. Isn't that why people say it's important for you to have your sense of individualism and have your own like social circles to get support for the things that I can't provide? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's same a good for point. me. Okay, um, but let's take it back to ultra famous then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I marry someone who is a, I marry like a really famous NBA player. Yeah. Then they say, like, I need support for being ultra famous and so I have my friends that I confide in for like ultra famous (laughs) problems when there's no caviar and then I come to you for like everything else I feel like the issue with that is that like so much of their identity must be wound up in being ultra famous Right. right? right like for example if we were married and I talked to my friends about being a woman I would still talk to you about being a woman and I wouldn't necessarily like need you to be like oh yeah that happened to me yesterday right like I don't need you to be like that but I wouldn't want someone to be like okay I hear you like and I didn't know that 
and now I know, and maybe like, how can I support you being not a woman? Yeah. <laughs> the ultra famous thing is a weird example though, right? Because it's like, if I'm a pleb and you're an ultra famous person, what can I provide you that, that you may think you don't already have? Mm. Yeah. Anonymity. I don't know. You know, like you always hear the stories of some person who's a little out of the loop meets a celebrity, doesn't realize it's a celebrity, treats them like a normal person. Yeah. And like, it ends up being a good interaction. I don't know, maybe something like that. Yeah. But then you will eventually know, like, is it possible for us no. to marry anyone ultra famous? I don't no, know. There's no way. It's like if right. you, like if you got together with Kevin Durant and yeah. you, you didn't even know what a basketball was. Yeah. After some point, like there's gotta be someone in your social social circle. Yeah. That's like, that's like Katie. A third cousin or a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. That's like, wait, you're dating Kevin Durant. And you'll be like, who's Kevin? Yeah. What's the big deal? You know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it's possible. I actually just think it's impossible. You call because there's so many parts of their lives that you just can't relate to. I think. And the like power imbalance is so clear. I feel yeah it makes me wonder we used to have this coworker that yeah like how how i mean they're the way they were introduced was like their family was ultra rich oh, and really? already had yeah like they had connections Okay, let me tell the listeners. We had a coworker who dated a really famous celebrity. Our coworker was our coworker, which meant they were pretty pleb. <laughs> Except for their family was like very rich. Ultra, it yeah, like. they own like a large company that made a lot of money. Oh, and I think naturally they were like they I don't know attended I don't know what rich people do. Okay, but it was like <laughs> they attended galas and stuff, and somehow came into comp- maybe they shared like a publicist or something. Mm. But I wonder like what that was like. Mm-hmm it's right like that's already a level removed from us right that's like a ultra rich ultra connected quote unquote pleb dating Mm -hmm. a celebrity Mm -hmm. right i don't i don't know can't relate what do they talk about who knows is that an aspect you think of like today i was on zoom calls the whole day talking (laughs) about like technical things and then my partner is like an nba player playing basketball like it's just like such a disconnect of what even is like a normal thing for me to do on a day-to-day a normal thing for me to do on the weekend versus them yeah i don't think it's possible well yeah i i just imagine it as like so i have a lot of friends in the medical field yeah right i remember like first year out of college we're all feeling out our new jobs and i remember i was talking to someone about pto and they were like I was like, oh yeah, but I had to take some PTO, but we'll see if I can like, we can do this trip together. And they would be like, what's PTO? And I'd be yeah. like, what do you mean? What's PTO? Pay time off for people who don't know. Yeah. But like, that's an example of like a gap, right? You're, I'm saying I'm spending all my time all day on Zoom calls talking about technical stuff. This person is like not on Zoom, hands in someone's gut doing surgery all day. Right, right. And we're both quote unquote plebs. And already we have. We have a disconnect. Yeah. Right. 
Well, okay, so this this comes back to like, what are the limitations of our empathy then? Because like, that's actually a pretty common thing. Like someone in tech is with a doctor. And I actually have asked a few of my friends in medical school, like whether they prefer to marry a doctor or not. And there's like a pretty widespread, like some of them are like, definitely yes. Some of them are like, definitely no. Because like, our priorities... I don't know, our personalities, our priorities, how much time we can spend with the kids is the same, which is like, we prioritize our career a lot and we may not be able to spend a lot of time with our kids. Mm -hmm. And I don't, they may not want that for their future or like, okay, here's a case for why it would work ultra famous and not ultra famous. We are not trying to compete in that space. Like if we can establish that I'm not trying to chase clout, right? Like Mm -hmm. if I'm, if I can establish, like I'm genuinely want to be in a relationship with someone who's ultra famous, then it's a lot easier to be like who nobody's really trying to be like who makes the more money in this relationship nobody's trying to be like who's friends with the kardashians and oh you didn't get a picture with them like that kind of thing and i think that like similar things comes in i mean medical school listeners please tell me if i'm wrong but like there could be a layer of competition there too like oh you got in this specialty or you Mm. did x y and z the competition can be a little bit easier to compare one to one you know rather than like if i'm in tech and you're in medicine then it's like there's nothing like what is the yeah you can take salary but like we we choose different career paths for a reason yeah and i think one thing we didn't touch on was you're kind of addressing it is sometimes people are in relationships not because of love yeah yeah which is like a foreign concept to me but sometimes it is i hate to say transactional but like there's some other purpose besides love and maybe that's enough for them do you think it is enough i don't i don't because i think like human beings are hardwired right i think so too but yeah, it's kind of like the concept of um, like in the olden days, marrying to create some like stronger mega family. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. That's like why a king's daughter will marry like right. some other province's king and right. like just to create a large dynasty. Yeah. Yeah bizarre it would be so interesting to actually have a friend who is with someone semi-famous just to like peek behind the curtain oh yeah i think that's the lure of it i feel like what is actually happening there are you all happy like are you all actually happy yeah Ooh, you know what it's like a somewhat attainable thing though Hmm. like going off your point is if one of our friends became an influencer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like yeah actually uh it doesn't even need to be like one million followers like a hundred thousand followers what is that like yeah well okay bringing it back to the literal first thing you were talking about of hide self-view like when you're on zoom and you hide self-view like they don't have that they are their job is to self-view view oh, self-view you know what yeah. i mean yeah that's a trip in and of itself like yeah. i and that their value is based on their personality. Like at least my value at work is like, can you do this technical thing? And like, if not, you can try and learn it. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you learn? I guess there's probably ways to learn a cool personality. Like, I'm sure that's also what we would learn if one of our friends was an influencer of like, it's trendy to say X, Y, and Z. And it's right. cool to like 
your room to look like this and people will watch you more if you look like this and if you talk like this and if yeah. you live in this place. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching this um cooking video yesterday and it just hit me how like all these like YouTube channels that are cooking channels that are that grow to be very popular, all the kitchens like look the same. And what I mean by that is they all look nice yeah. and bright and clean. And it's just like, ugh. why do we not want to see like if I started a cooking video, my kitchen probably looks like a normal person's kitchen. You know right. what I mean? Nobody wants to see that. We all just want to see what's not like the escapism aspect. Nobody wants to see what their kitchen looks like. Is that what it is? But it makes me feel sad. Like yeah. I don't have that kitchen. I don't have like 57 KitchenAid sitting there and like right. a cast iron pot and everything else. Like, yeah, I'm literally staring at my overflowing compost bin of like, extra, <laughs> like, and all this trash. It's like just sitting there waiting for trash day. Why are we so into the aesthetic aspect of that though? It like, actually doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I mean, I understand it in my brain but not in my heart hmm. it's like this you know how people also do podcasts and then they publish like we would youtube this or we right, record right. and we publish on youtube for that yeah, double yeah, income yeah. yeah just think about it right now if i told you hey roshni we're gonna start recording this like visually and then posting it on a youtube channel well what would be your first thought like i need to clean up and look better. exactly yeah yeah why yeah. Like you probably wouldn't be wearing that shirt inside out. Inside out and backwards. And backwards, right? I absolutely think that I would like try to look better because it's like a reference point that so many people can see that's available online of who I am. But if I tried to look better, it's like actually not how I look on average. It's how I would look at my best. And that right. kind of is like, <laughs> I'm going to let someone down if they meet me in real life. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right? Is that what Instagram is like since I am not on it? And you're not on it. Well, you know? I, I'm on it now. Is that what it's like? It's like Dion takes a really amazing picture of himself and looks so jacked oh. and like his hair is full and his receding yeah. hairline is invisible. Like Anymore. Then, then I come and see you and you're like, wait. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't post really on Instagram. I'm just on yeah. it. Yeah. But like, that's what I imagine um, like online dating to be like. Yeah. 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 You just, how can you not be disappointed? I think you just have to be average. Like you just gotta market your average. <laughs> Except that nobody <laughs> wants that. No, and then everybody's like, oh, you don't look like that at all. Yeah. Like, is there a way we can create a dating app or a social media platform where it's like you're forced to be average? You know what I mean? Like no editing. Okay, let me give you a scenario. You see a picture of a girl on let's say you're on an app and yeah. it's like her best picture of her okay mm. you also see the same girl in real life and she looks like how she looks in real life like she's going to the grocery store she's going oh. to work yeah. right like probably looking her average self yeah. what there because of the dimension of the phone i think is actually part of why it feels like we want the best self on the phone but in real life we'll take the average self right. like i fully am like that oh. in real life i'll take the average because I think it's great and you can just meet the person and know their vibe and whatever. But I think when it's flattened on your phone, it's like, I just need to see the best version for me to right. feel like what, I don't know what to, for me to feel like I should take a chance. 
It's weird, dude. I say we eradicate all social media. That's my vote. I hate it. Yeah. I had this, Um, I guess we can end on this note. Yeah. In my like emo middle school years, back when I had a Tumblr. Mm-hmm. You know Tumblrs? Yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. Listeners, do you guys know what a Tumblr is? <laughs> I don't know why I didn't take off as much. I wonder what they're doing now. Anyways, um, I had a Tumblr and I remember writing a like super deep self-reflective, you know, you know, one of those stupid posts. Yeah. And it was about how women in makeup, like women that wear a lot of makeup are like butterflies. Okay. Have you ever seen a butterfly? Yeah. Up close? They don't look that great. It's kind of freaky. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But like from afar, they're majestic. They're beautiful. Mm. Sometimes they're vibrant. It's like that, where a lot of times in these, and it's the same for men too, but just, I don't know, maybe sometimes makeup, maybe, I don't even know. I'm not, I don't post on Instagram, so I can't really say. Mm-hmm. I would say like stereotypically, right? Like they flex. They're flexing oh, in the pictures sure, in real life. You're not flexing all the time. Right, yeah. right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like that. And it can be applied to anything where why wouldn't everyone just sometimes I'll yeah. I don't even know where I was going with this. It's just like I totally agree with you. Like yeah. Sometimes like the real thing is just so much better. Yeah. 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 We'll see if I still have my Tumblr somewhere. Yeah, I remember like probably eleven months ago you mentioned your Tumblr and I wanted the link. Yeah, yeah. You were like so possessive and you didn't want to give me the link of your Tumblr. Did I find it? Yeah, you you logged (gasps) in. I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. You should look back at our text. I'm pretty sure we were texting about it. Maybe not. Who knows? Okay, I'm sure there's probably some. Ah, whatever, I'll find it and I'll read through all the posts again. And then can you send I'll... me some? Yeah. Maybe you can do it. Okay. Here's what I would like. Spoken Next time word we talk, if you can do a yeah, read out one of your passages. Okay. Can we? Yeah, that's that's gonna be a hard maybe. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Well, all the listeners look forward to that next. Yeah, time. write into um in life pod oh dude i don't know what the email is i keep forgetting i think it's in life podcast at gmail.com in life podcast at gmail.com write in if you want to hear a spoken word (laughs) all right chat with you later see ya go uh flip that shirt okay we're outside in okay all right goodbye dude bye (laughs) if you liked what you heard Send us an email at inlifepodcast at gmail.com for a question you'd like us to discuss. Thanks for listening.